All right, hello and welcome to episode 18 of the official at U2 podcast. We are now legally allowed to vote. I think it's in the U.S. and uh, I forget what that gets you in Canada. We'll discuss that maybe with our guests because he might know more about Canada than I do even. Um, this is the U2 18 album of the podcast. We are live streaming as always at goodstuff.fm slash live. Hello to our listeners who are tuning in live. Thank you for tuning in giving up your Wednesday night, which is now an hour later, I found out, thanks to Daily Savings Time, <laughs> which I completely forgot about, because anybody who knows the world and knows Saskatchewan, where I'm from, we don't change, and especially we don't change our clocks. But anyways, I digress. Enough about me. On the show tonight, we have got Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Greetings, everybody. How are you? What time is it in your world, Sherry? Right now, it is 10.39 p.m., and my body clock is starting to get acclimated to Dublin time. So <laughs> I see. So you'd, we'll, we'll maybe get into that in a little bit, but you're getting acclimatized. Are you sp- spritzing yourself with rain at random points throughout the night? Uh, probably, but I'd like to think of it as being bonotized instead. Right. So. <laughs> And also on the show, we have special guest Mark Baker, also known as YouTube Brother on the Twitters and elsewhere. But uh, welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. I'm excited to be here. And uh, I guess continuity, uh, what time is it in your world, Mark? What time is it in the world? (laughs) It's showtime. No, it's uh, 10.39. 10.39 in Toronto. All right. And so what we get new new people, new guests, new people on the show to sort of explain is a bit of their background. What got you into you two in the first place? Were you an tongue baby? Are you a boy boy? I don't know what we say. <laughs> but anyways, what, uh, when did you fall in uh, crazy love or whatever with you two? I think uh, I fell in crazy, crazy love with them for Octung Baby because that was when I first saw them on uh, Zoo TV. But I mean, I was listening actively. I think uh, Unforgettable Fire, uh, Bad, when I started hearing those songs come out just before Joshua Tree was when I was like, whoa, these guys have something to say or they're powerful. But really, really, truly, to be very truthful, after Joshua Tree, when when Octung Baby came out, I was like full throttle. Nice. How's that? <laughs> yeah. There's that full throttle, full throttle. Yes. Yeah. That's that's my story too. Um, but um, well, one thing I forgot to mention, sorry, in, in introduction, introduction to the show is uh, last episode, now a few weeks ago as we record this, um, the last episode I put out just a random call that said, hey, if anybody's listening and you can somehow take a picture of yourself listening to the podcast, uh, take a picture of yourself while you're listening to the podcast and tweet at it with at YouTube podcast as a hashtag. Uh, I'd love to see where the show is being heard in the world. And so actually Roland Hodnot sent me a picture for, of himself listening to this show with the podcast artwork. I guess it looks like on an iPad or a tablet and from Mount Pearl, Newfoundland, Canada. So all the way out in the East coast. And uh, so thank you very much, Mark, for sending that Ooh. or Roland, sorry for sending that in. And, Canada uh, represent Canada. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the world needs more Canada. There we those go. are That's those awesome. are fantastic pictures on his bulletin board. I was wondering in the background. I'll put a link All in the chat. All aboard the denial train. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> it looked a little mugshot-ish or something in the background. I wasn't sure what was going on. It's a little blurry there, but uh, 
No, we won't. We won't spend the whole podcast analyzing your bulletin board, Roland. But uh, uh, and thank if, you. Yeah, that's awesome. We love uh, audience participation of all forms, and uh, we'll get into, of course, the ask at you two hashtag questions that were sent in, and uh, for the show. And uh, before we go any further, I guess just by way of mentioning, of course, we're all, I'm sure, fairly well aware of of what went down in in Paris and Beirut last week, and obviously how it affected you two's gig in Paris, gigs in Paris, and the HBO recording and stuff. So we will discuss that and how it relates to it. We want to, I, I think I can speak for the show anyways, when I want to say that obviously the the bombings, the loss of life, the injury, and the terror that happened is infinitely more important than anything we're going to discuss in great detail. As much as we love all this stuff and it does affect it, that stuff... Um, is infinitely more important, obviously. And so we don't intend any disrespect or anything like that, but we aren't going to also dwell a bunch on it in this episode just because it's not our expertise. And there's been lots of discussion, I'm sure you've heard. And uh, we, we want to sort of continue on with the, the joy and the fun of uh, discussing you too, I think. Is that fair? Yeah, definitely. Good point. Very good point. Cool. Um, so, Sherry, you had a few items of miscellaneous You've added yeah. your own section segment to the podcast, I see. <laughs> well, um, when you leave it open for me to do some edits, I am a writer after all. Right. The, um, um, you know, all that said about what it, what's transpired over the past few days, it did impact um, the Belfast show that just concluded a few hours ago. We are recording this on on, on Wednesday night. So um, there were different visuals during... Uh, Sunday Bloody Sunday and uh, through throughout wolves. the show, actually, yeah, Raised by Wolves. And then also during the um, Stephen Hawking video that um, that starts Act 3, uh, there was the the uh, Paris peace symbol that, that that looks like the Eiffel Tower along with the hashtag stronger than fear. And, and it was really nice to be able to see it was a fan based um, effort to do the hashtag stronger than fear and to do the hashtag of um, whiteout Belfast. And a lot of people um, participated in that. Larry wore a white shirt tonight. We, we would like to think that that was his, his uh, uh, way of um, acknowledging uh, what was going on. So that, was, again. <laughs> so that was very nice, you know? Um, so, so I know that our friends over at YouTube gigs, they are currently uploading their videos from Belfast, um, onto YouTube. Sunday, bloody Sunday is currently available. Um, um, and by the time we go live, uh, other songs should also be made available there. So, you know, take, take a few minutes out, go to YouTube, check out, um, how they're, um, changing it up, especially for the Irish audience. They've, they have expanded their, um, their call out for rest in peace, that it's no longer just the victims of those, um, um, incidents in Dublin back in 1974. They've expanded it out to, to all of the different um, um, acts that you know happened in Derry and Belfast, in in Oma, in in Eskillen, and so on and so forth. So it's it's a very moving tribute that that tries to unite the whole of Ireland instead of having it be Whoa. you know the uh, us versus them. You know, it's it's only us. 
Excellent. That's great. So that was one piece of miscellany. The other one is, and I'm and I'm constantly getting emailed this, and I'm just as frustrated <clears throat> as everybody else that there is still no new information for fan club renewal for those people who are in this um, loop for the past decade. Um, <laughs> it's like Groundhog Day. I wake up and it's and it's the same thing all over again. So um, as long. soon as yeah, how long? Yeah. So as soon as we have any new information, you better best bet your sweet bippy. I'm going to put something up in bits and bytes. Um, um, the I will I will continue to um, say that wait until the very last minute to renew. Um, that will make life a lot easier. But if you are within 24 hours of your renewal, so you know, in my case, my renewal is December 2nd. If I don't hear anything by December 1st, I'm going to renew and then go into um, Zootopia. And there's a uh, uh, there's a board on there specifically about subscription um, gifts and subscription renewals. <coughs> Post there that you just renewed, but you don't want this year's fan club gift because you've already received it, um, just to have a a running record so the zoo mods will be able to um, uh, have something to go on. Um, but like I said, as soon as I hear anything, um, I will alert the masses as quickly as I can. So... That is that on the fan club renewal. And we would just like to congratulate uh, Tim Newfeld and all of the Crystal Ballroom uh, folks for being, drumroll please, U2.com's fan site of the week. So that is fantastic. That's awesome. So we're yeah. very, very excited for them. And uh, we might just be joining them next week, but I can't make that official announcement. <laughs> You might have maybe just did that, but uh, you didn't. So. The crow flies at midnight. Yeah. yeah. Crow flies at midnight. You didn't hear it from me. Wink, wink. Yeah. And there's a great, uh, where is that on? Um, it's in the Zootopia section. That, uh, yeah. There's a write up on Tim's. Yeah. Tim, uh, I'm not familiar with his work, but uh, Tim's. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, it's a great little write up and photos and, and stuff about what Tim and the Crystal Barroom crew. What does he call uh, the is it Crystal Heads, I crystal think. Crystal Heads. Crystal Heads. Okay, the, yeah. Uh, better, than, U2CB. better than meth heads, crystal yeah, heads. I didn't think it was ball heads or something that, that right. wouldn't be very good. <laughs> wouldn't roll off the tongue. Um anyways. I, I have, you know I you know, Chris, <laughs> we might be able to put that into the show notes. What do you think? I think so. That's what I was just gonna say. Uh, if you uh, if you're listening later and wondering where to find all this information that we're talking about, you can find it at goodstuff.fm slash at you two slash eighteen will be this episode's show number and uh, you'll find it in there and uh so moving along the uh the next portion of the show we have is the inbox of our ask at you two hashtag so mark um i'll embarrass you just a little bit on the show okay um have you ever listened to the podcast um you know what i'm a i'm an avid reader of at you two i'm an avid clicker of at you two i've actually didn't know that there was a podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm a bad fan. It's bad really YouTube fan. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We we talked about it beforehand, so I knew uh, I was putting Mark. So uh, I, I'm 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 happy to know there is one. <laughs> and uh, when I'm when I'm on the plane, like Sherry said, I'm going to put seven hours on my phone and just 
fly into the abyss. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably what will happen yes. if you listen to all 17 episodes in a row. Uh, Fall asleep to the dulcet tones of Matt McGee. Yeah, exactly. yes. <laughs> yes. What better way to go? Um, <laughs> the way we do this is uh, folks, listeners, uh, send in tweets with the hashtag AskIU2, and then we... Uh, answer and talk about them on the show. So we'll jump right in. Feel free to jump in. Sherry has some thoughts. You can have some thoughts. I might have some thoughts and uh, we'll sort of discuss these. What we got three, I think. Um, so S at SPPS Arnold asked, how much of YouTube live is loop slash pre-recorded or played by others out of sight? We've talked a little bit about this, but uh, Sherry, I know you had some thoughts just to get us started. Well, sups Arnold, if, if, <laughs> if we were to let some of that magic go away. Um, YouTube might not like us anymore. But the um, answer to your question is there is a considerable amount being done in the underworld. Um, ter- um, um, Terry Lawless is set up underneath um, Edge um, under on the main stage, and uh, um, he is the magic behind it all. Um, it's it's a shame that he's not more public because he is very much um, uh, there with the band performing while everything is going on live. So um, we we all hail Terry Lawless for everything that that he does. As far as as how much of it, um, nobody has ever said exactly how much. But if you look on the stage and you hear what these four people are playing and the instruments that they're playing. And if you hear something different, that's probably being played elsewhere in the arena. Yeah. The, uh, as you can definitely see like edge sometimes will trigger synth effects or whatever for the start of something. And obviously that he's not actually playing a synth, but there is like, you know, he plays a piano for some songs and when he's playing, it's not like, I don't think they ever fake it. Like edge doesn't ever mime that he's playing the guitar when there's actually no guitar being played or he's not actually you know, the audio is not playing but as a guy who plays in a in a youtube right, uh, yeah. tribute band um like we play our instruments but there is some instrumentation that uh it's called the backing track so it's not really the guitar or the bass per se and it's not the drums but sometimes uh there are extra synths or or, or whatever and we actually have a backing track uh our drummer plays with a click here's a click in it his ear and then uh when we start the song it sort of it goes and you just can't make a mistake or you'll you'll come <laughs> off track yeah. right it's really important to do but it's not like uh it's not faking it per se it's just there's some elements that you add to the song for example the song one you'd be surprised as as to uh uh, just playing it with four guys and playing it with just a bit of backing track which isn't cheating but it's just that's what bands do that's what yeah. that's what bands do and I would imagine Terry Lawless does some of this live as well underneath. And some of it is, pre, you know, recorded with the, with the track for the song, particular song. Yeah, think uh, about I'll give you an example. Um, or think about even, you know, Bad, the, I call it mm-hmm. the twinkle. The twinkle in Bad, <laughs> like, right? Like yeah. somebody's not there twinkling the whole time. That would be <laughs> a long, lots of twinkling, right? For Bad. Do, 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 right? So you, you need to have like... Oops. <laughs> Not, not tinkling, twinkling, but you know what I mean? I've never so, thought of it as a twinkle before. That is fantastic. But, yeah. but the bad twinkle, for example, is something that Edge isn't playing, Adam's not playing, Larry's not playing, Bono isn't either. It is just a backing track that adds to the song. 
simple. That's you know a what good I mean? show title right there, sense? Bad Twinkle. Yeah, I think um, I can echo <laughs> having played only once in a U2 cover band. but um, And I know actually somebody emailed me. I don't have it in front of me, but who, the person who emailed me asking about would we ever discuss U2 tribute bands on the podcast. That's so definitely a topic we have for a discussion down the road where we want to get like a bunch of folks like Mark and whoever else who've been in who've been in or are in YouTube cover bands and just chat about it. Cause it's just a fun kind of little sub genre of music almost or whatever. And uh, we'll definitely do that in the future. Um, but yeah, you can, by the way, for, for the listeners who don't know, Mark's tribute band is called Acrobat. You, yes, yes. Acrobat, uh, uh, our website is, uh, YouTube tribute live.com and you can see pictures and find out all of this. So in answer to the question well, of will Acrobat be played on this tour, they did. The answer was um, yes. Yeah. So you can stop <laughs> asking for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we kid. Okay, moving along. We'll, we're going to discuss all of uh, Mark's exploits on on the YouTube stage. Don't worry, we'll get to it all. Um, at RG RJ for Barbie asks, will you please do a few shows at the Apollo Theater? And <laughs> sure, he was asking, you two or at you two, which we'd love to do a live podcast at the Apollo Theater. That'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, Sherry, what did you what did you think about this? Yeah, um, um, I'm 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 going to go out on a limb here and and say that I think um, they mean the Apollo Theater in New York City. Uh, there is the um, the Apollo Victoria Theater in London, where the band played in 1983. But currently, they have the Broadway production of Wicked, um, and the only time that any member of U2 has performed at the Apollo is Bono um, uh, for <coughs> Angela Harlem doing this, um, um, doing it solo uh, for the Jazz Foundation of America's annual concert and gala. Now, I do believe that Angela Harlem, the video itself was filmed there, but as far as, as them actually performing a live concert in front of uh, a paid audience, um, that has not happened yet. So yeah, that would be really, really cool if they could do that. Um, we can put in a request, but they still haven't answered our question about what sandwich do they like? So I, I doubt that that would go very far. Um, and, and for those who, who look at it from, from a more microscopic view, um, there were two other Apollo theaters. There was the Apollo in Manchester, where the band played four times between 1982 and 1984, which has now been rebranded the O2 Manchester. And then there's the Apollo Entertainment Center in Adelaide, Australia, where they played twice in 1984. But that venue is now demolished. Um, the tours uh, site, um, tours.atu2.com you can search by venue so if you have a, uh, a question about a particular venue to see if U2 has ever performed there you can do a venue search which is pretty cool, cool. very awesome work that the tours crew does over at tours.atu2.com <laughs> um, at Joshua Harvey asked does anyone know what happened to Bono's rosary I don't I don't particularly I don't personally know does Mark or Sherry, do you know? No, I no, I don't. I don't actually. Well, the I question becomes which one, because he has several. Um, I do know that there is one that is on his dressing room quick change that he sometimes uses. Um, if you were in Paris over the weekend, we had reports that he was wearing uh, um, um, a rosary-like um, um, necklace. Uh, 
for for either night one or night two in Paris. Uh, he he had put it on during Act Three, so for City of Blinding Lights and and for the rest of the show, he he had switched necklaces. Um, so um, that's the that's the black bead one, right? The classic. Yes, yeah, that's black, the yep. The black beads and the um, antiquing kind of antique kind of uh, linkage with it. I would imagine, right? Right. right. Okay. Uh, I don't know if there's a um, – this may be sacrilegious or something, but Bono's rosary on Twitter. Is there a Twitter account yet for <laughs> – We've got one for his belly, so why not? <laughs> Every other appendage. Or, yeah. By the end of the show, maybe there will be. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's the end of the uh, inbox for this segment of the show. As 